Welcome to the Real Life Discipleship Podcast, where the conversation about discipleship is always real for real people in real life. Hello again, I'm Lance Wigton, and today we've got a real light topic to talk about, uh, what happens after I die. But Jim, you were just saying uh, just a minute ago why it is important for the people that we're in discipleship with to understand the spiritual realm as well as the physical realm. And we do spend a lot of time talking about uh, serving and and uh, doing things in, in the physical side, but there is a huge ramifications to the spiritual side. and uh, that they need to know about. What are what are some of those things that you feel like w- we should prepare our disciples with? Well, yeah, I, I use the analogy of parenting. When you have a when you birth a child, your responsibility is to help them understand the reality of the the world they live in. You know, mm-hmm. you can drown in water, uh, fire burns, uh, gravity is real. You know, your job is to help them assimilate by teaching them. Uh, how to deal with the physical realm. Um, But as a parent, your job is also to help them understand the spiritual realm. There are spiritual rules. The same God who created the physical realm created the spiritual realm as well. Just as there are rules in the physical, there are rules in the spiritual. Mm -hmm. In the same way, uh, when you're discipling someone, they're being born again. They become a new creature. They're an infant in the faith. And your job is to take somebody who's learned to live in the physical realm, but add the spiritual reality here. And so what you have to do is go, all right, uh, you're you're born into a story, Mm -hmm. uh, the story of planet Earth and human beings. And here's how the story began. You were created by God. And you were created in his image in the sense that you have a soul, a spirit. You also have a physical body, which uh, God didn't doesn't have, but he took on flesh. Jesus did in the flesh later mm-hmm. on. But uh, uh, And there are rules in the garden, right? Mm-hmm. You're free to eat of all of this, but I'm asking you, God says, to choose not to eat that tree of knowledge of good and evil. If you do, you'll surely die. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, that was the, the world we were, are, are the human beings, the human race was born into. And what we know is that, um, the devil comes into play and says, you know, God's trying to keep you down. He did death. You're not going to die. And you mm-hmm. know, all these things. And we didn't believe God. And because we didn't believe God, we sinned against him, rebelled against him. And, and death comes into view. Now, when we hear about death, uh, we often think, uh, death means you live, in a body, you know, you've got a soul for as long as you live on planet Earth, and then you die, and you cease to exist. Mm-hmm. That's the way it looks to human beings who are just living by the physical reality, but there's a spiritual reality. You don't cease to exist. You live on. Your soul lives on. And and the Bible describes, you know, the whole uh, world we, we're, we're in and how it got this way, but also what God's doing about it. God... Uh, when we die on planet Earth, our, our physical body from dust we came, dust to, does it return? Our, our soul lives on in a place of waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, prior to Christ, there was two components. One was uh, with Abraham and the righteous dead. One was with with uh, the unrighteous dead who didn't live by faith, but but uh, they lived separate from God. But in a uh, in in the Hades negative sense. Uh, there was uh, recognition, consciousness, feelings, 
some sort of body, Luke 16 says, that Jesus tells us about. In the, in the positive side, there was this place of, of uh, comfort and peace. But because we still uh, had sin that had, was not paid for, we couldn't be in the presence of God. Now we know that when Jesus came, died on the cross, paid for sin once and for all, now those of us who die, mm-hmm. uh, physical body, go to be with the Lord in this heavenly realm. But but then uh, the scripture says that's not the end of it all. We're not just in this heavenly realm. Uh, the rest of scripture, Revelation in particular, tells us that in the end, there'll be this great white throne judgment and there'll be this new heaven and this new earth, and that those who are in the negative waiting place for the dead Hades will be dumped into the lake of fire, this eternal place of eternal existence separate from God. Mm-hmm. Whereas the new heaven and the new earth, God will uh, remake heaven and earth, and he'll now walk with his people again as he did in the Garden of Eden. There'll be a city with all those there. It started out with Adam and Eve in the beginning. Now there'll be a city of believers the righteous dead who by Christ's uh, death on, and resurrection are now with the Lord in eternity. And so our job is, as a, as a disciple maker, is to tell not just the, the human history, mm-hmm. but to tell uh, the physical history, but to tell the spiritual history and the spiritual future. Well, I think that's true. I also think that uh, that particular topic is certainly... Uh, been one in the in the last uh, I want to say almost twenty years uh, since the turn of the century that there has been apocalypse movies. There has been uh, the media is constantly talking about uh, the afterlife. What happens to you after after you die? And I think even Christians, because it's not talked about a lot, uh, can start you know uh, as they're in their own groups and things like that. They'll start. Uh, attaching rumors or things that they believe into actual truth, and I and I think there is a lot of uh, there's a lot of information out there, but it's not all good about the end yeah, time. They start incorporating piecemealing different concepts of different religions, mm-hmm. uh, different made up fables, wives' tales, uh, you know, to come up with this version of heaven and hell. And, you know, we hear people say, you know, I'd rather party with my friends in hell than be bored with Christians in heaven. Right. We've had, uh, uh, you know, we've got the whole psychic realm now, and you've got people claiming de- the dead come to them in, in visions and in persons through via ghosts. And you've got all these different shows now. And that's why we've got to get real clear on who Jesus is and what he says the truth is. And anything that contradicts the revealed word of God to us is um, a, a wives' tale, you know, built on ignorance, mm-hmm. or worse than that, demonic mm-hmm. in its source to fool us, uh, distract us, deceive us. I I also Christians attribute a lot of things about what's happening now spiritually, um, and and of course this is a huge topic because now we're talking about prayer, mm-hmm. uh, potential of uh, you know. Uh, uh, Satan's ability to harm us as Christians, mm-hmm. Satan's ability to um, uh, control people that are not Christians. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, w- w- you know, what is the uh, spiritual warfare that is happening real time? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there's a, there is a lot of conversations about that and, and it gets confusing. And I think that depending on who you are, you can be uh, fearful about that or, or uh, maybe glib, and maybe you shouldn't be. 
Yeah. Yeah. You either downplay it as if it doesn't exist, which makes you vulnerable to mm -hmm. all kinds of spiritual ambush, or you're walking around in terror as if the devil has equal power to God and that mm -hmm. you're at the mercy of the devil. Uh, and that, you know, you, you got all the exorcist movies and all the different kinds of demonic movies and, and, um, uh, I think it's important for Christians to know that he who is in us is more powerful than he who is in the world, that we, because of Jesus, have authority. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, but at the same time, you know, God's word is pretty clear that, that, um, unspiritual people, uh, can, can downplay the devil and mm -hmm. even, uh, play him off like he doesn't have power. So there's this tension on both sides of that road. But that, but I think that's why we as Christians have to do a good job of, of discipling our people to know what's going on and what's important and what's real and what's not. Because again, if you've piecemealed together and you've become synchronistic, you know, kind of taking a little bit of this and that, um, you can be so confused, you can end up being lost mm -hmm. or in terror when you shouldn't be or having no uh, respect whatsoever for something you should have respect for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as a disciple maker myself, I would say, uh, I hear you, what you're saying, and now I feel uh, responsible, or at least I feel encouraged to bring uh, the spiritual nature more into conversations that I'm having with people that I, I'm discipling. Mm -hmm. However, if I myself, I'm like, wow, you, you've talked about a lot of things, and I feel like you know the paradox of knowledge is the more you know, where you realize there is a no, mm -hmm. you, you've talked about the subject of spiritual matters after I die and how that can mm -hmm. impact my now, mm -hmm. where would I go to get more information about, uh, about that, that you can trust? Yeah. yeah. I really like Randy Alcorn. We're bringing him into our church this, this next week. Uh, and he wrote a book called heaven. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, he's written some book on, books on why there's suffering on the on the planet. Mm -hmm. And again, it goes all the way back to what the Bible's already told us. So many people, they, they ask questions. Um, you know, if, 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 if there's really a good God, then why did somebody die of cancer or why did the Holocaust happen? Or, mm -hmm. well, the Bible answers those questions. And sometimes we don't know where to look or we don't, we haven't read it. And, and again, Randy's done some great books on, on why evil and, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's other writers out there as well, but I, I would definitely start with Randy uh, Alcorn. Randy Frazee's written some great stuff on mm -hmm. what happens when you die, and um, uh, at least they'll give you some passages of scripture that you can go to, and you can start kind of putting together the biblical understanding, the biblical worldview on these things. Mm -hmm. Well, I sure think it's a good point. Uh, even people that are not Christians talk about. Uh, you know, mind, body, and soul. You know, if you're going to be healthy, you have to have these three things in mm -hmm. in order. Well, the reality is, even as Christians and we're discipling somebody, we've got to you know make sure they're taking care of themselves now, making make sure they take care of their other relationships they're having, and, and certainly address uh, the spiritual component of their lives now and yeah. in the future. Yeah, because if you're if you're if you are a body, uh, mind, soul. Mm -hmm. Um, and you misuse your mind or you don't give your mind what it needs, it won't function correctly. If your body, same, same thing. If you ignore the soul and the one who created it, mm -hmm. uh, the one who fits in that hole, so to speak, that only he can fit in, uh, 
you can do whatever else you want. You know, um, it isn't going to, it isn't going to satisfy you. It isn't going to work. And that's why the devil works so hard to get you to misdiagnose the problem and then uh, give you the wrong sorts of things that don't actually work or just temporarily work. Mm-hmm. Well, Jim, uh, thanks a lot. This was a big topic and uh, I, I'm encouraged to go out and, and look at those resources that you gave us and uh, also start a uh, discussion with our disciples about the subject of being spiritual beings. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on the Real Life Discipleship Podcast, where we want you to remember discipleship is simple, it's just not easy.